Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and it's a World of Ink special today, and the afternoon special. Uh, last night we were on, and I'm, for anybody that missed it, it was about stress, which we all have, and uh, Sam Oliver was on, so I feel like so much more relaxed today. He gave some tips that were good for everybody, so if you get a chance to listen to it, it's on demand. Um, with this world that we're in, and uh, everybody's under such pressure and stress, Uh, It was interesting to hear him talk about some of the things, and he did refer to Facebook a lot, and uh, as far as most of us are on it all the time, we're sharing, we're commenting, and uh, how mentally exhausting that can be for a lot of us. So I think, you know, uh, so if you didn't get a chance to hear it, I I would listen, because it really is, he had some very good points, and um, I'm going to try to do that in my daily life because uh, I, I think like everybody else we're all in a hurry doing a lot of things and the two guys that we have on today are absolutely people that do a lot of things I'm going to let them each tell you what they do and uh, then we're going to have a discussion but um, they're very interesting and uh, they've both been on the World of Ink Network before and um, so let's Mikey Mikey Brooks, he has done some of my illustrations, and um, actually what I said to him today, my good story is a good story. He actually did that for me so many years ago, and um, when I keep putting it on Facebook, I always tend to go back to that, uh, and I I really like it. And um, Mikey, tell everybody about what you do, because you've got a lot going on. Yes. Um, well, my name is Mikey Brooks, and I'm an author, illustrator, and cover designer. And I'm interested in bringing magic to the minds of young readers through small and fantastical means. I've written eight, well, I've published eight middle grade books um, with various publishers or uh, also self-published. And I've got over 12 picture books that I've either illustrated for or did both the writing and the illustrating for. And I don't know how many covers, too many to Yeah, count. you've done a lot of other things. <laughs> right, right. You know, and you just did something that, you know, which I want to just add, you know, for a banner, if you have like a uh, a picture that you have that you're thinking of and you want to make a banner, because, you know, I'm big on banners. I love them. And uh, so Mikey did a banner, you know, of, and then I you can put on whatever saying you want. So it's, I, I think they're really good for people to keep having because, you know, it's good to have something new in front of people. So, okay, go ahead, finish what you do. But I, I think those are good that you've done. Yeah, 
Well, my, my newest book, which just came out, is called The Who Files, Potions in the Pizza. And it is a perfect book for right now because it's a Halloween-style book. Actually, it takes place the week before Halloween and then up to Halloween. And it's about three kids that have to stop witches that have invaded their school dressed as glamorous lunch ladies. And uh, <laughs> it's fun. It's crazy. It's, it's <laughs> kind of spooky. and It's a great read for Halloween. But that's my newest book. And uh, Okay. How much, what age group what is that one for? Do, is that... That's for... That would be appropriate for, like, 8 to 12-year-olds, so the middle grade audience. And I think kids tend to, even if it's a Halloween book, I think that they tend to want it all year round if they like the story. They don't care. Yeah, this this book you can read all year round. Um, originally, it was going to be released in October and be a big Halloween release, but it actually didn't release until April. But now that it's Halloween, we're going to, you know, be doing a little bit more marketing for it. so Which is a good thing, which I need to do for my own book that you illustrated, my Magical Leaping Lizard yeah. Potion. I, I will, yes. This is and the perfect time book. to do it, so I, I think I, I will. You know, I, I don't do with my children's books as much as I should. And uh, my screenplays, so we're going to talk to now Randall for a few seconds because Randall does a lot of things, that he's a producer, director, um, author, playwright, uh, Randall, tell everybody everything about you. Sure. Oh, well, thank you very much for inviting me on your show. I really appreciate it. Oh, the the first thing I want to do is is I, I'm, I'm writing uh, a new children's book, and the reason why I can write it is because I'm in a, a place where you, you've got to be happy. You've got to be excited. And I'm lucky. My world is 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 incredible. I'm I'm married to my best friend Kristen Dark, who who all, I get to work with every so often. I'm surrounded by incredible friends like you know Scott Rankin and Sharon Rankin and Joni Livingston. These are these are people that are around and support me. And I do projects with, with like my movie um, I did with Fred Miller. Um, so I look at projects I want to do. I surround myself with very successful, very happy, very positive people like like Shane Mara. I've done projects with Brian Wright. At, you know, th- these are just a few names of people that I I get to work with. These people creating incredible things. And so my my next project, Easter Frog, the brains behind the bunny. When I look at it, it's not just a children's book. Yes, it's going to be a children's book. But I'll reach out to all these different people that I know, some of them I've mentioned, and they'll go, oh, that will make a great movie. Or, you know, like Hal, my, they did Tell of Sasquatch, my children's play that is an animated app. I'll show it to pe- people like him. Um, so I, I, I'm inspired by not just the work that I do, but the work of people that I surround myself. Like, you know, Carol Russell King is a playwright friend of mine, and she, you know, was a Playwrights Guild of Canada, and, and they support what we're doing. And, and you can't be an The one thing I learned, you can't be an island. Like, uh, there's, there's a, right. a script I just read by uh, Pamelita Alito called White Lies and Dark Secrets. I just read her script to give her feedback to help her. So what I love about your show and what what we're talking about is we need to let everyone know what we're doing and pick and choose who we want to help and who we want to work with because we need to do that. We can't do it by ourselves. 
And I think that's the I biggest think message true. I, I want to give today. You know, uh, my idea was one time, you know, not one time, but I think, you know, if writers, directors, producers, you know, everybody worked together, we'd have such good projects, but sometimes it doesn't always work that way. I mean, you are lucky that you are surrounded by people that can help each other but otherwise it's lonely out there for a lot of screenwriters you know and you mentioned stage 32 and um i you know what i belonged i started i went in there when it uh, so many years ago and i don't go in it and see this is the thing you know you make choices but i think sometimes you have to really look around more and you're right when you brought it up today i i should be doing more there i have 12 screenplays you know and um I mean, I think that that is the best way to do it, and I really wish we could get more people to work together. You know, it was interesting when we had Samuel French you had on and Gene, you know, but I saw something that Samuel had had put on uh, Facebook, and he put on a movie uh, with Sam Elliott, you know, to watch it. And you know what? I watched it. It was great. And I'm thinking if I didn't know, you know, that it was going to be, I wouldn't have known it was even going to be on. So, I mean, because I know somebody that put it out there that I know from you, that's how I found out about the movie. You know, and I think that's one thing people don't, they need to do more of. Exactly. And that's why I reach out to so many different people like, like Joni and, and like, you know, um, Shane Marr and, and 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 a producer like Fred Miller. These are people that are have been in the industry that know the industry. Even though I I do all these things, there are people that are way brighter and way smarter. And 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 they'll they'll go, Randall. Have you thought about this? And I go, no, I didn't. Thank you so much. Right. We need to reach out to each other, support each other, and help each other more. And and I think that, and because of technology, because of LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, we get distracted. It's like a shiny object. Oh, look at that yeah. shiny object. But you can use that shiny object to help. Because when I release uh, Easter Frog, the Brains Behind the Bunny, as a book, I've got 11,000 people I'm connected to on LinkedIn that I'll they'll go, Oh, Randall's got a new book, I want to buy it or my, you know, eleven thousand people on stage thirty two, they go, Oh, Randall's got a new book, I want to buy it. I can reach out in in a non traditional way to market what I'm doing and 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 well do I want a publisher? Sure, but if that doesn't happen, because of where we are to today with technology, there are so many Many things, and I don't want to name drop, but you know, an example. I tweeted something that a friend of mine, who's way more famous than I am, he retweeted it, and you know, I have 1,200 Twitter Twitter followers. He has I know, over 14,000. Right. You know, Mikey. Mikey, do you tweet as much as that? See, I I I do and I don't. Sometimes I go through spurts, and then I don't. And then, um, Mikey, what about you? I hardly ever tweet. I'm I'm like a Facebook and uh yeah uh a Facebook yeah I'm pretty much on Facebook I'm on Ingram or Instagram yeah. but because you have such good you know, because your drawings are so good I mean if you did like Instagram because you know I don't I you know I mean, I'm on it now, but but I know that that's what people like to see, the colors of things. I've noticed that, you know, that people, um, sometimes their eyes just go right to the uh, the colorful pictures. And you definitely have colorful pictures. So maybe for you, you ought to think about that because 
you you really have a lot of good drawings. I mean, your drawings are excellent. Thank you. You know, see, and, Michael, you know, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I, see, I think his drawings are so good. And here's one of the reasons I think you need to diversify. There are a lot of people that hate Facebook and don't look at it, or they use Facebook to see what yeah. their friend had for dinner. And his artwork... <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, may get bypassed on Facebook, but Instagram is more about images and people slow down yeah. there. So I think it's imperative to be involved in all of the above because people use them in different ways. And if you have something to sell, it's I think it's prudent to look at the strength. Yeah, because his drawings are really good. I mean, Mikey, yeah, for you, that, this is like the perfect market for you. And that's why I wanted to have you two together because I, I thought it would be good having you both together because I think, Mikey, you have all this color you see, you know. And, Randall, what you're saying is people, that is what attracts people, you know. It, it's those images. And especially yes. if you're lucky enough yeah. to be able to I draw them. I, I definitely need to get on uh, Instagram more. I do a yeah. little bit. Um, I think I go where I'm comfortable. I don't yeah, understand I Twitter like I thought I did. It seems to be weird. Um, Facebook See, that's what a lot of people say. That is what a lot of people <laughs> say about Twitter. Uh, hey, okay, hey, Mikey. Let's just, uh, you know what, Randall, Mikey, what would you suggest? Ever, okay, oh, go ahead. I, I, just, I, I just want to say, Mikey, all of it's weird. Yeah. At, we're at a point in, in, the, in society <laughs> right. where yep. I see stuff on Instagram, I see stuff on Facebook, and I just shudder at times. But yeah. you have, a, you, Mikey, you have an important product that is yeah. good for children to see, and it's yeah. it's it's prudent to use today's technology to reach the masses worldwide. That's the other thing that's so. Yeah. I know when, you know, when I look at my Twitter account, my Facebook, there are people all over the world that I'm connected to. But, and if I put it on Instagram, someone in China, someone in know, Japan, yeah. someone in, in South Korea can see it. So, so I, I, I know it's hard and it's stressful, and I, I know you've you, you got kids and you're busy, but I think it, it's worthwhile yeah. because you put so much love Mikey, and so much effort into your work, the world needs to see it at the end of the day. Yeah. This is the best yeah. way to do it, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I agree. you know, yeah. I agree. It's something that I, I really need to focus on. <laughs> yeah, I do, because, you know, you know, especially because, you know, like some people are focusing on certain things, but on for you, because it's so visual that that's why it would be so good for you to be out there more that way because you are, you know, you really are good at what you do. And a lot of people, you know, uh, unfortunately they think they're good and they're really not that great. And some of the covers that people do are not that great. So I think that, you know, that's what the good thing is about Facebook. And that's why Virginia and I do the shows all the time. And I've been doing this for eight years because, um, I myself, like Randall, what you said is true. I would never have met a lot of the people that I've met, and I have learned from them. So I am happy about it. I learn not from like what they ate for dinner, like you said. I'm learning from a lot of people because when they're on my shows and I see things, I go, you know what? I never thought about that, you know. And Randall's right because he's your aunt Randall. You're out there a lot. I mean, you are, and you just and that's a really good thing. 
You know, it is, you know, and I'm trying, but sometimes, you know, I do my shows and I do, I am out there a lot, but I can't say that I love it. And so that's why, Mikey, you know, uh, we understand that because it's not, that's why I had the show last night. We were talking about that because the the one thing that you have that I think should change is that people shouldn't expect, because Virginia was starting to talk about something as far as like, if you don't comment, you know, people don't have to comment. When when I started doing Facebook, at, I think it was nine years ago, we just liked and maybe shared, but we didn't yeah. comment. And now this is a problem because there's so much out there, you can't sit there and comment all day long. True. So that bit, I hope, changes. Because, you, you know, people like are mad. Yeah, go more, ahead. Um, what is the audience? on Instagram? Is it more teens, kids? You know, because that's the big thing is there's nowhere I think really it's everything. to target, I think it's everybody. target your readers. I think it's everybody. I think the parents, you know, it's an easy way to, for parents to see a cover of a book. Randall, wouldn't you agree that? Because that's all they want to look at. It's like, you know, if somebody's looking at, like, the, let's say cosmetics, it's just they're looking at the color. And then, but you don't have to write much. They're just, it's so it's so visual. That's what I think. I mean, Randall, what do you think about that? Well, that's a, that's a layered question. So let me address okay. Instagram first. Okay. In- okay. If you go to uh, an area where there's young kids, age 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, younger and older, 90% of them have cell phones for a number of reasons, connected with the parents, you know, yeah. emergencies, et cetera. But those kids look at Instagram all the time. They're, they do Facebook, but if, if you're a 12-year-old and you've just – have a picture of you with your, your, your new best friend, you're going to put it up there and you're going to have, you know, 800 hearts, 800 likes because it's Instagram. So I, if I'm for, for my new book, my new children's book, I will have a very simple drawing that I will market the name of the book and a simple catchy visual image. And I'll put that on Instagram. Now yeah. when I market on Facebook, my Facebook accounts, I go after mothers. Mothers are the people that are going to pay for uh, my book for their child. So what I I put for a young kid on Instagram to go, hey, mommy, look at this cute little frog uh, that uh, can you get me this book? That's not going to work on Facebook. So on Facebook, I go, what would a mother want? It's like, uh, tell a Sasquatch. Tell a Sasquatch is an is a, a children's book. It's a children's app that's also educational. So when I market Tell a Sasquatch, which was a play that is now an app, I let the mothers know it's a fun animated app, but it's educational. There's a children's dictionary and teaches children the words of you know in the book and explains them in a fun fun way. So depending on what technology you're using to market. Is, and who you're marketing to, you change the images, you change the marketing to suit that particular group of people. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're good. Yeah. Great tips. What about hashtags? Yeah. Do you use hashtags with things? Yes. I really try not, not to. I, I, see, I try to make it, when you start doing hashtags, 
people go, oh, great, you know, hashtag, you know, he's trying to mass market. It's like emails. There are, like, my email to people that I want to buy Tell a Sasquatch and who I want to buy the book Easter Frog, I send personalized emails to every single one. And, I, you know, I've got 3,000 emails that I'm going to send out about purchasing my, my children's book. And it's yeah. not mass marketing. I don't send it out to, you know, 1,200 people at once because that alienates your audience. Though it's time intensive, yeah. I don't want it done to me. See, the other way I look at things, I, I don't want people to do things like that to my wife, Kristen. I don't want them to do them to me. So why would I do it to them? So yeah. my standard... Sure. Is is my is what I is a, what I call the mirror standard. I stand and I look in the mirror and I go, would would you want that? Of course not. So why would you do it to them? Right. Yeah. That's a good. That's very good advice because you know that's that's the thing you know because but I had called Amazon a few months ago and we were just talking you know I was changing some things and I said you know sometimes I feel like I'm really overdoing it putting it and and so Amazon this is their advice you're not overdoing it just keep doing it over and over again cuz that's what Amazon does you know and so I think that you know I tend to sometimes think oh my god I'm doing it too much because they're going to you know and I'm really not but cuz it's different things but so you're not using hashtags as much I I simply this is what drives me crazy is okay like what hashtag am i going to do you know and everybody's doing am writing and this and that and then then i start then you have to think about it too much and see maybe so you don't put hashtags or you put one or none i don't do it you don't see that's interesting i'm always wary about hashtags because i think they look weird and i personally never search hashtags like people okay. are like, well, you put hashtags. Yeah, I don't really either. You're right. I don't content, either. But <laughs> you're, I never you're right. Search, yeah. I never search yeah. a hashtag. See, that's interesting, so Randall, that, that you don't do that because it drives me crazy too. I don't like the hashtag. And Mikey, it's interesting that you're saying that. So you know, because Randall, you've accumulated all these people without hashtags. So I think there might be something to be said about that. Well, you, you, you know, what, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, I don't like it, so why should I do it to someone else? So my standard is, is my friends who I, I love dearly, and I don't want them to get bombarded. I, I think I yeah. they see enough of my stuff without making it, yeah. like, hashtag it. So, I, and, and it's, you know, you want everyone to feel good about you when you send them something. They go, oh, I just got something from Randall. Not, oh, I just got yeah. from Randall again and again, again. and again. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. it, 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 I just think it's smart marketing. And and the other thing, I think you shouldn't do that to people. Yeah. Okay, because I don't like, you're right, I, I, I tend to agree on that, you know, and those hashtags, because they, I'm in my brain, I'm going like, well, what hashtag can I think of? And I'm thinking about, I, I don't really like them either. And Mikey, it's good that you're saying that too, because that to me kind of pulls me back from doing it, because I'm going like, what am I going to do? What hashtag is out today? Then I look at all the hashtags that are out, and I go like, mine doesn't apply to anything. So I don't even want to put, what am I going to put it on? And then you're annoying somebody that... Or that if you put a hashtag and they go looking for that hashtag, it's not what they're looking for. So that's worse. 
you know, if you do something like that. So this is kind of interesting because nobody has ever really said it that way. And so I'm kind of glad you did, Randall, because, you know, I'm trying to free up my brain so I can do what I really like, which is writing and writing and writing. And, you know, and um, I, I think that a lot of this, you know, does take away from writing. And like in Mikey's case, you're illustrating and you are taking care of the kids. So you're, it's a lot going on. So you have to pick and choose of what is good and what isn't. And the children's market, see, that's the thing. You know, it's interesting to me that, like on Facebook, there's so many mothers out there. And if you put the children's book, um, if you put something out, they don't respond to that. And I'm thinking, like, hello, why is nobody responding to a children's book? And then if somebody puts a sexy guy on there, they're all going insane, like they've never seen a guy before. So, I mean... That, that's a problem for authors, and because I think children's books as a whole, Virginia and myself, we had tons of children's shows before, but so many of those authors are gone, and that's a shame. It's, it's really hard to to pay the bills with picture books. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. they just don't they don't sell online. They uh, not as well. I mean, the app idea is great, and there's more that you see coming through with apps. Um, yeah. But, like, I don't think I've sold that many, like, in the past year or so, like, ebook wise of any of my picture books. Yeah, Print because, books, see, the ebooks for children. Event and I have the actual yeah. book, I'll sell lots yeah. of them if I'm there and, and there doing at the a place. presentation. Right, right. But, yeah, but see, online, that's the thing. picture books just don't, they don't sell, and they're hard, they're hard to market. Um, unless you have a, a mainstream publisher that's um, doing a big push on them or you somehow get into a school through like Scholastic Reader where they pick up the, the picture books through there. Um, but, yeah, there's uh, there's I, I You know, right. Make. Randall, do you agree to that? I mean, don't you – I think it's hard. Like even with my audio books, you know, I think that the audio books for children, I think it's a great idea. They can read it and hear it at the same time sometimes because some kids – or some kids really don't like to read a book, but they'll listen audio. So, Randall, what do you think about that with the children's books? I, I think Mikey's right. Right, I think it's a tough sell online. It, it, it's a it's a tough sell. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But you've got to make it so that the right person looks at it and yeah. make it yeah. easy for them to purchase what you're selling. And yeah. and so you've got to know your market. You've got to be able to get it to your market and make it a, basically a one-click. They see the image, they get it, and they purchase yeah. it. I'm, I can't speak on, you know, I have an app out there about my children's play that's educational. So that's out there already. I can't address your issues because that's not my world. My world right. is is this new book called The Easter Frog, The Brains Behind the Bunny. But it's a book, it's a play, it's a screenplay, that I, and will it will it be, be on app. Amazon. Will it be on Amazon? I, I don't, I have not decided that yet. Right, that's what I'm wondering. I'm right, still, so, uh, okay. Yeah. But, but in the meantime, while I'm, while I'm getting all these things that I want to find investors for. I need an investor for the movie. I need an investor for the yeah, play. Well, but when they when I talk to an investor, they're going to go, well, Randall, what's your reach? Well, I want to say, hey, guys, 
I, I have 11,780 connections on stage 32, people that know me. I have yeah. on LinkedIn, uh, investor, I have 14,894 connections on LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. when we have something to sell to these people, I've done a lot of the the reach you know, already, so the investor, yeah. it's not just, hey, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the artiste, you know, you go market it for me. No, no, they want to know what effort I have to get okay. ready to help them sell yeah, I think that's. I think that's because, a good idea. I think, you know, right, I think that probably is, and it probably is something I know I have to work on because um, I think, uh, unfortunately, I didn't always, I, I years ago, I starting from years ago, I really hated it, you know, and so I, you know, and I admire people that can get their own fans on Facebook and Twitter and whatever, and, but you do have to work it, you know, and I think uh, for Mikey, you too, I mean, for both of us, it it seems like that we probably need to be on there, right, because I'm not, you know, because I've heard from other people, they're following people and following people, and that's what they do. And I always thought, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. But I, I have a lot of people that is my reach, but I, I don't do it as much. I, in fact, for myself, I think people might need to do this also. I had a logo made that said, you know, like Marsha Cook uh, author, just so I show people that I'm not just the world of ink. It really is hard when you do a lot of things. So I, I agree with you that I probably should myself be doing more about that for my things. And Mikey, yeah. you probably should too, because Mikey, I mean, yours is all visual. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, which, you know, because Randall, a lot of people come on, but they don't talk about exactly what you're saying right now. So, you know, because we all say we don't really love marketing, but I, from what you're saying, I totally agree with you because then, like, even with my screenplays, then I would say, look, I have a reach, and they'll be waiting for me. You know, they they know me now. So, you know, which is true because I was talking to my editor, and I said, well, maybe I'll use my other name that I used to use for screenplays. And he goes, well, why would you do that? If your name, Marsha Casper Cook, is all over the place, why would you do that? And he's probably he's yeah. right because, I mean, I've worked so right. hard. Right, and so I'm not going to do that because when I did that years ago, I, I didn't have all of this. You know, I had nothing to do with the radio, and I didn't have all these books. So I think, right, so I, I agree with you, Randall. That is a really good thing to do. And um, I, I think Mikey, I mean, I think both of us, I, I don't know, I can't talk to you. Mikey, well, how do you feel about that? Because I think that's something I'm missing doing. The marketing your, yourself? As much as I need to. More than yeah, I need to. I, Let's put it that way. I really feel that I have the past like year, maybe two years, I haven't marketed myself a lot. Um, I used to be like super on like an email list and sending out my email list. Yeah. And I'm yeah. part of all these different groups, but I spent so much time marketing yeah. and I wasn't seeing the return of that marketing that it was taking away from my actual working time creating the art to sell the art or to write yeah, in the books. And and so I kind of took a step back, which um, I saw, I think, when my latest book came out, I saw that um, I hadn't prepared the marketing as well as I had before. And yeah. the book did yeah. not do, although it's an awesome book, it didn't do nearly as well on the online launch as my previous books had where I had actually done a lot of more legwork. And I yeah, was working yeah. with a publisher with 
this new book. So, but Randall, Randall, you always say the best person to market is yourself. Is marketing yourself? Is that your that's your model? Well, at a at a young age, I wrote, (laughs) directed, and produced. A, a musical, and I I went to the bank and I got a bank loan to pay my actors to pay you know for the 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 yeah. the, uh, the costumes and the set. So I was on the hook for a lot of money for that I of something that I was presenting to the public. Well, if I didn't go out and market it and got make it a sellout, I would have gone bankrupt. So I. I learned that along at a young age. Yes, it's hard work and it's no fun, but it's part of the creativity you have. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. create something, you're going to be the one of the key people to market it. You know, that's that's why if you look at movies, you know, when a, when an, an actor's contract and the actor's contract it yeah. says you have to do so much publicity to support this movie because you're in the movie and you need to talk about it. So it's, as an artist, it's so weird because, because you created it, you wrote it, you directed it, you produced it, now you're going to talk about it. it people go, oh, you have a big ego. No, I need to sell this product. And it's all about <laughs> selling a product, not about an ego. Yeah. Well, you're expected to. If you have a publisher, you're, they expect you to market your book. They don't want to have to do it. They want you to do it. Right. Same thing, I guess, with a, a producer. Somebody's going to do your play. They yeah, because when you see that. all these people for their movies, you know, and, and they're all out there on all the shows, all the night shows, They, you know, it's not because they love it. Yeah. It's because they have to do it, you know. And yeah. if they don't Most do it. it's in their contract. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, in the contracts, absolutely. You know, and that's one of the things, you know, and I think that, you know, it's become, you know, I'm still thinking about your hashtag because I'm agreeing with so much of this and I can't, you know, I, I'm hoping when people listen. They, see, because a lot of people, they're just giving up. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that are just really, really tired of this. So I think it's always a, it's a bad thing. I, I, that's why I do these shows because I always feel bad, you know, that people shouldn't be leaving. You know, they should be staying in this. But I, I particularly see it with children's. I mean that's that's where I see it most. People have gone and I, done away with I, it. You know, Marsha, one big thing that is also a reason why a lot of indie authors are are no longer. Wait, hold on one second. I was going on my. I have to. Hello. Hello. Oh yeah, I know. I lost the. Something I had to shut off this because I'll tell you what I was looking for. I was looking for your Christmas movie. What I was going to say is it's it's not from yesterday. Can you talk about your Christmas movie for one second? Because this is a movie. All right, you go. To, you talk about it for a second. But that, this is a prime example of what Hallmark does. Okay, they are having repeat Christmas movies. Every, they're starting now. Okay, uh-huh. and I am watching Hallmark all the time, and they continually repeat the movies, and I still watch them, even if I saw them. So talk about that for one second, because yours is one of the best out there. And oh, you, thank you. Know, you. It's great. Well, it, the movie's called Angel Sing. It was produced by my good friend Fred Miller, and 
Um, Scott and Sharon Rankin were, you know, basically one of the main reasons why it, why it happened. Uh, it stars uh, Harry Connick Jr., who's just such a nice man, and, and Lyle Lovett, who obviously is, is the real deal. Lyle, you know, he, everybody's a Lyle Lovett fan. He's, besides being a nice man, he, he, his music is spectacular. Um, Connie Britton's in it. So the cast and crew... It, it, it was a Christmas movie, but and we shot it, you know, in in the the you know South Texas Austin region, and you could tell from the moment, and and that comes from the top down, the director, the producers, you know, the, the investors, they set a tone for the movie. And when you watch Angel Sing, it's on Hallmark. Um, it's a it's a feel good. And what Christmas year? Movie. What year was that? What and there's no. Oh gosh! Uh, All right, it's, a, well, it's several. It's many years already. It's maybe it's yeah, seven. It, some, it, uh, okay. Yeah, something and like that. I need still, to. I need and to. it still is a good movie. See, that's the problem. You know. Well, it's, because, it's called Evergreen. See, it's called Evergreen. It, it, what we try to when you create a movie like Angel Sing, you try to create it. So that it, you know, Chris Christopherson's in it for goodness' sake. Willie Nelson plays Santa Claus. So you try to create a a movie that is timeless. That you know, you don't go, oh, that's that's that was, you know, shot right. twenty years ago or so. Because it's so still I, really I think true. It, the story. It's the story. It's exactly. It's a feel good family movie. A a a a seven year old and a seventy seven year old can sit together and watch this movie. There's no swearing. It's right. uplifting and makes you feel good, and and you know you you got to give credit to the to the the team, and that means from the production assistant all the way to the director, we worked as a team to make this happen, and that's why we're not right. an island. We need to work together. And right, and that's why the, one of the reasons I put the picture out on for you know the show is because. This, you know, with children's books, I mean, uh, this is an interesting story, I think. Okay, uh, when you go to a bookstore, a lot of times the newer, smaller bookstores, sometimes this is, could be a reason why they're, they're having issues. You know, if somebody asked for a book, somebody went in to ask for one of my children's books, and they said, oh, and they look it up, you know, they could get it, yes, because it's out, you know, and they go, well, it's written in, I don't know, it's not, it's not a new book. So I'm thinking like, so the, my friend said, so what does that matter? I mean, why would, why would you not just say, okay, fine, it's a good book, why, and, and we'll order it for you, instead of saying it's yeah. an old book. It's a, it's, a, it's a children's book. I mean, you know, and yeah. that's one of the things. So you, when you're writing, especially for children, if you write something that's a good story, it doesn't matter. And that's what they well, need to start talking about more. And that and that's what happened. Turk Pipkin wrote the novel. The screenplay was done by Lou Burney, who adapted Turk's, um, you know, novel. And Tim McCanley's, the director, took took their work and made something special with the entire team. And that's and that's what we have to do. And I know this is all is supposed to be about writers, but that's no, why I, 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 no, it's about no, anything. It's fine. It's fine. Well, well, the thing is, you can't, even though you're a writer, you can't, you can't be so protective. You've got to, you got to share your story. You've got to be able to work yeah. with other people. And yeah. I, I've been blessed to be able to work with my best friend, Kristen and you know, the Rankins. And because, you know, 
I, I'm just, as I said, I'm blessed. I, I get to work with people that not only are very, very smart and very talented, they're good, good people. And, and that's the key. If you look at, you know, a lot of the headlines you're reading lately, and I don't want to get into the headlines no, right, on, I know. on right. in yeah. the entertainment business, but you look at the characters of the people and the number one thing for me is, is this, a, is this the right person for me to work with? If it is, then I want to work with them. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've turned down opportunities where I'm going, Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I could have made so much money, but at the end of the day, I think I'm yeah. a better person. Yeah. See, I think that that's, that's really important. And so, you know, actually, that is what we talked about yesterday, too, because I think what needs to happen is people have to go back to somewhere liking what they do, enjoying their work, trying to get it out because it's a good message, because we need to have in this world right now, it is like it is so intense. People are stressed, and I think it's it would be a lot better if people started getting along and that's why we were talking ended up on our Facebook yesterday because we see people that are fighting with each other and like what you're saying is it's all about relationships so if you don't like a relationship that you're in on Facebook which you don't even know the people basically don't be in it you know try to do the best for yourself and and make yourself happy rather than being with people that you don't like so this is crazy you know, I mean, well, what you're saying is it's about projects and working together, not apart. Well, see, I, I hear what you're saying, but my, I have 3,700 Facebook friends. I, I don't know 3,700 people on Facebook. I use Facebook as a marketing tool not to tell people what I had for breakfast. I just look okay. at Facebook as yeah, a right. tool. And that makes sense. Right. A, I, I agree. It. I, I do too. I don't. Now, my personal life isn't out there. But so I, I think one of the well, things that you're saying well, today is a good thing because I think yeah, but don't, when but people don't, are listening, when they listen to wrong, that. Bit, yeah, but don't get me wrong. I, I have a new puppy, and trust me, I, I put a picture of my puppy on my Facebook page. I saw, page the, I for saw friends, the puppy. For, for I friends did. and family. <laughs> so I, I don't want to sound hypocritical. Everybody, no. I'm, I'm not a hypocrite. I do put some right. personal things on my Facebook, but if you scroll down, most of it is business-related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, but what I'm saying is what you're saying right now makes a lot of sense is because if, you, if you're going to market yourself, like even to be speaking at a function or if you're going to be talking somewhere or they when see people will say they'll say like well you know what do you have to offer and then when you say that because I I really don't ever use that and that's probably a good thing to say it's like I have these many friends and I have this many connections so I think maybe in today's world this is probably what they like to hear so what you're you're saying is if you're going to promote yourself, promote yourself using everything you do. Yeah, and, and a perfect example, if you go to my Facebook now, I promoted today with you, you know, writing know. the best story. It will yeah. it will be on my Facebook page until the end of the call, and then I'll delete it. So when, yeah. when you go to my Facebook page, what you see will only be there for a, a period of time because 
it's a marketing tool. So what you'll end up seeing is, you know, pictures of my wife and my dog. And, and my brother is a genius sculpture artist, by the way. And there's pictures yes, of some really of his sculptures. Yes, he really is. Yes. But the, Isn't yeah. he spectacular? Yeah, wow. he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know. Yep. I know. He's just so good. So you'll see some of that. But I use it like, like tomorrow there will be a new event happening, uh, and I'll want to support it. Whether it's a, right. a book and, you launch, know, I, actually, uh, or I did, a movie I did change. Uh, I actually changed the topic. I said on. I just changed something about developing a story from beginning to end. Because from when you do develop a story from the beginning, you have to work it through the end. Mikey, I you know I want. If you do you have any questions that you wanted to ask Randall, or did you want to say anything? You know, because I don't want to. You know, there might be something you want to ask about this. No, um, no, I'm curious to. Just to see how he, I don't. I was wondering why you delete like when you promo things, and then you say you go back and you'll take it off. Why do you do that? Just so because that you it's a it passive. It, because it's a passe moment. Like if if a friend of mine had a book signing in Austin, and the book okay. signing happened today, so and it's over, I'll take it off. I we, okay. so. When I market stuff, because it goes, it goes to the three thousand seven hundred people, the the one push, and, and then I want, I don't want it up on my Facebook because it's yeah, but you know, though, it's old but news. Mikey's Mikey's right about that. And in one way, you know, to ask you why about that, because I'm thinking that because I know that our shows, like we do, really good on archives. I mean, even after a month or two, people are looking, you know, for topics and to hear what other people say. So I mean. Uh, because I promote constantly, even my older shows, because even though it's not happening now, they go back and they listen to them, you know, mm-hmm. because what you're saying will resonate for years. I mean, you're not saying anything that, you know, relates to just this moment. So that's, uh, I'm glad you mentioned something, Mikey, because I kind of wonder that myself, because... I know that I keep a lot of stuff out there, and, you know, and we do from Blog Talk. I, Blog Talk keeps all our shows in archives. You know. and, and that makes that makes sense. But a book signing that happened in, no, in the yeah, Galleria no, right. yesterday yeah. makes no sense to be on my Facebook page. Having the link and letting people know that they can re-listen or listen to the show that we did today a week yeah. from now, and I put that on my Facebook saying, if you yeah. miss the show, here's how you can listen to I'll do yeah. that in a heartbeat because that's relevant. Yeah, right, I guess. I, I see what you're saying. Right, right. No, yeah, book yeah. signing, right, doesn't really help. And a lot of times, you know, because everybody's in different cities, they want to go to different signings, but they can't, you know, um, yep. that's, that's the problem, but so, which is a good thing that people have all these methods to, you know, we can't forget the fact that without Facebook, without Twitter, none of us, all of us sitting, all three of us wouldn't know each other probably. And that's the good thing is we've learned how we can also meet people and talk to people where we would never have done that before. I mean, I know have most of the people I, I never would have met, and I really have enjoyed every show that I do, so I've met so many people. So I, that's a good thing. You know, we, we talk about the other things, but actually, and we've picked up all these friends that we, you know, never would have known, ever. You I know, agree. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. 
even myself in Virginia, we, she, I was looking for an assistant for a show, and she responded to an ad that we put in from Red River. That's how I met Virginia. And so the minute I heard, we started to talk on the phone, and that was it. So the last eight years we've been doing shows, and we have the World of Ink together. But I would never have met her. So, I mean, I think the, and those are the good things that happen from this. You know, you never know who you're going to meet. And that's, I, I enjoy that you know, that part of it. So, but I, I, I'm listening to everything. I always take notes in the show and change what I do. And I think what you're saying today makes a lot of sense to me, which is, you know, I, especially now that I'm thinking, oh, hashtags, you didn't need them, so I don't need them either. Mikey, does that change it for you too? I'm thinking, oh, this is good. It's much easier then. I don't yeah, have to I, think. I yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much relevant from, today. From this conversation, I'm – I'm really going to start pushing myself more on Instagram because yeah. I really feel that's where I need to be, um, social yeah. media wise. Yeah, and I, I agree. And Randall, I mean, you know, more- meeting Randall. Randall, you're on a lot of shows and you've helped so many people out there just by you know listening to all the things that you are doing. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I think. You know, one of the reasons why we're on the planet is to help each other. So I think it's really important to do that. Yeah. See, that's a good thing. So, yeah. I mean, I I like talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no kidding. (laughs) So, okay. We're, you know, we're, we're right now, we talked about the beginning and the ending of, you know, stories and all. You know, so now, now that you're doing this, Randall, so you're starting everything and you've got it all in your mind. And then now you're going to start pushing it out there a little by little or just all together? It's already written. Yeah, you know, Easter Frog, the brains behind the bunny, what I want to do is let people know that I have this product as a book, as a play, a potential app, as a screenplay, and find, like, an investor for a movie may not be at all invested, interested in the book, but they all get a piece of the action. So the, I, I want everyone, if you've got to create win-win. So let's say an investor calls me up after this show and goes, mm-hmm. Randall, I'm, I want to make your Easter frog, the break behind the bunny, into a feature film. Mm-hmm. Great. And they, we make it into a feature film. And, it's, and because of that, some book company goes, hey, Randall, we want to publish the book. Well, the guy that gave me money for the movie gets a piece of the book action. And the book action yeah. gets a piece of the movie. You've got to make it fair for everybody. Yeah. You know, right. and, 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 and because of technology, because of you know, how we communicate, it's much, much easier Though, you know, you have to be careful because, you know, there, there is that element out there. But you, it's much easier to communicate and, and, and create a following with whatever you're doing. It's, you know, that's one of the reasons why Stage 32, I have, you know, over 11,000 connections. When, when I have the movie, Easter Frog, I want, I'll put it on Stage 32. Is there a chance people go, oh, Randall's new movie, because so they just saw it on Stage 32, it, it, it's a $2 download of pay-per-view. Is there a chance they'll do it? Yeah, absolutely, because I'm on stage yeah. 32. So I think yeah. that you want to do things like this because it cuts down the risk for the investor. And at the end of the day, whoever gives you money, you got to lessen their risk. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because it is, look at it, it is a misguided, but the thing is, what I tell people, it's, it's so much easier now in the, you know, I think to get your, you know, products out there because now there's Netflix and there's, you know, I mean, there's a lot, there's Amazon, you know, there was not anything like this before. I mean, there, and, um, a lot of people, even without an agent, that you can find someone maybe for your product. Um, I know with screenplays years ago, which uh, if you weren't a WGA agent, and you know if you if that's only people that they would take scripts from, is you know, and that is that was true. They would not, you know, you just couldn't send them a script. So I think with all these networks opening, and you're seeing a lot of producers and directors, they're out there on Facebook. And you can have, a, you know, you can probably get to them a lot easier because it was not easy years ago. It was very hard to get anything. So I, that's why I, one of the reasons I do a lot of the shows to try to explain to people that it's not over for them. You know, it it could be a big just a beginning. You know, you get your story, but you gotta do something with it. You know, and now if you can independently publish or do apps, and there's so many things people can do that they could not do before. You know, yeah. e-books, I mean, it's just, it's open, wide, you know, and, and well, I think and it's a great the, time. And at, and at the end of the day, an investor will look at, let's say, two people. They look at one person that has, you know, ideas that are a dime a dozen. There's hundreds yeah, and hundreds yeah. and hundreds and right, hundreds of right. really good scripts and really good books. So yeah. an investor will look at the guy on the left and go, okay, what have you done to lessen my risk? Well, I can say... I'm connected yeah. to 50,000 people through social media. He goes, okay, and you've got a great idea. Yeah. you on the right. What can you do to help me? He goes, well, I've got eight people on Facebook. Well, which one right. do you think he's going to go with? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I think this, this you know. Is just, hey, everybody, everybody that's listening. At the end of the day, this is just simple math. That's all yeah, it is. I know. Right. It, and, you know, it does make sense. You know, the way you're putting it today, you know, this really puts it all in the right perspective, I think, even for me who's done this a lot of years. But, I, you know, the things that I didn't want to do before, I think they do seem relevant now because um, I, it's something that they do ask you. And it's it's not just, you know, I mean, when you build up a following or people that, you know, that are – you know, our numbers, I guess, you know, it works because I think this is something I need to work on myself, you know, and I will. And I, I think Mikey, you know, Mikey will do the same probably because, you know, you think of it a different way now. Would you agree, Mikey, that this is Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's really something that we can all use. You know, and that's that's what I that's what I like about this show. I, honestly, you know, people say, "Oh, like, you know, uh, how do you do all these shows?" I love it because I have not done one show where I didn't learn something. And I think, Randall, what you said before is right. If people think they know everything, there's always something we don't know. You know, and yeah, that, that's, I, I you know, learn so much every day. Yeah, you know, and and I, I right, spend and, an hour. Every day, looking through the internet on things I know nothing about, just to increase my knowledge. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. See, the, now, I mean, sometimes I, I it's a half a great. half an hour. Sometimes it's an hour and a half. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean is that I I right. 
I think it's important that we're always learning. Like I, when when I when I heard I was going to be on the show with Mikey, I immediately went to his Facebook and looked at his stuff and went, no, I know "Oh, this would. guy, I, I love this I stuff." I know. I because, know that. You know, That's the, why, right. I, I, I do learn. know that. I know that about you. I know that. I know. And I thought for Mikey, and, because, and, you know, and the hoop, he's the really good. Look, looks yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Thank he's you. really good. Yeah, I just gave you a plug. <laughs> yeah. No, Mikey is really good. I mean, he really is. There's no doubt about it. You know, um, and so I think that, you know, that's why I thought the two of you would be good on a show because I, I do think, you know, I mean, you know, there's talent, and you know, and there's talent, but, you know, and everybody has their own talent, you know, and they have to really, you know, work at it. And I think that that's what happens, you know, sometimes, and that is why, which I said before, is, you know, you need to just keep going at this. Don't give up. Yeah. And you know, shame on us if we don't help each other. Shame on yeah. us. Well, that would that would be, well, I sounds like a good. That would be good if people <laughs> would do that. You know, I truly believe that myself is a. That's a really good thing to because you do. You're not an island. I like what you said because it's true. We need other people. Like, no, I couldn't do. do this show just sitting here myself. I could, but it's horrible. I've heard people do that. You know, they're just blabbering. But, you know, when you need, you want to get information to people that are out there, because there are a lot of people that really need help, and they don't know how to do things. I mean, because there aren't books about this. You have to really learn this, and you've got to do this a long time, because it takes time. You know, and so I, I mean, I think this is very interesting, guys. Okay, now we're almost at the end of the show. So, uh, Mikey, where can everybody reach you? You can find me at MikeyBrooks.com. Everything's there. And, okay. And we'll see you on Twitter, right? That'll be the next thing, right? You'll be <laughs> on Twitter. On more. Twitter. I'm yeah, I know. Twitter. Listen, I, I'm not thrilled with it either, but I do know that Randall's right about this. Randall? Where can we find you? Yes. Everywhere. Uh, it's easy. Everywhere. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it depends no, what I you know. want. Some people like Twitter. Some people like Instagram. Some people like Facebook. So whatever you you like, you just Google search Randall Paris Dark, and I appear somewhere. Yes, I you do. And so does Mikey. Yeah, actually, Mikey, you're out there a lot. So, I mean, you are out there. You know, there's a lot on you out there. You know, you just have to work on the other things because there's a lot of information. You've been how many years, Mikey? Have you been doing this a long time? Yeah, and it yeah. took a long time till I was like the first Google thing instead of the the singer. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, it, it it does take time. You know, it does. It really does. And so I thank you both for being on the show. And uh, you can find me on the World of Ink or uh, MarciaCasperCook.com. And um, this has been so interesting, and I know what I'm going to do now. I'm going on stage 32 tonight. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Good. And thank yeah, you. I am because I know I should be there. I know I should. I am there, but I should do something with it. And I am going to do more with no hashtags on Twitter. <laughs> so I feel like a weight has been lifted <laughs> off me, the hashtag weight, because that is a, that is a hindrance for me. Thank you. All right, and thank you all for listening. And um, that's it. Have a great day. Thank you for having Bye-bye. us on your show. Oh, I appreciate Oh, anytime. You. I love it. All right, anytime. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.